welcome to the FarmSafe podcast brought to you by the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health. In the blink of an eye, an injury can change your life and your farm forever. During each episode, we share firsthand stories and real life tips for making safer and healthier decisions while on the farm. Today, we are talking about grain engulfment and entrapment, which has been a recognized hazard for decades. The speed and force of flowing or shifting grain can have deadly consequences for workers who enter grain bins or walk on outdoor grain piles. We will be hearing stories from three guests today, including an emergency responder who has been called for grain bin rescues and a researcher who has been studying grain bin engulfment and will provide recommendations for keeping safe when working with grain. To start, though, we hear from Kayla, who shared a story about a time when her brother fell into a grain bin. He's probably four or five years old, my brother, and somehow managed to climb up and get into the grain bin without mom seeing, you know, but he got up there and all of a sudden, you know, she noticed him missing and gut instinct. She ran up to check it out and he was in there about waist deep in the grain already. And, you know, she knew exactly how dangerous it was. You know, he had gotten up there and was already buried and she reached in to try to grab him and pull him out from, you know, one of the cutout openings in the side. And she couldn't physically pull him out. It's scary how much heavier they get so fast. He was probably only 30 pounds, 40 pounds ish, you know, and she was not able to budge him at all. She just held at that point and didn't sacrifice her positioning. And she just screamed for help. You know, somehow they managed to get him out. They dumped the grain while she held him. So that way it emptied and pulled him out. To learn more about grain bin engulfment, I reached out to Dr. Issa, faculty in the Department of Agricultural and Biological Engineering at the University of Illinois. Dr. Issa's research covers grain handling and storage and reducing grain entrapment and engulfment. Hi, my name is Salah Isa. I am an assistant professor at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. My work is in ag safety and health, uh, focused more on finding preventative solutions and conducting training. To start with today, do you have any information that you can share on how often these events occur? I have to give a small plug in to my, my alma mater, Purdue University. They collect these cases on a national basis. And they publish a summary every year. What they've documented over time, every year we have 30 to 40 grain entrapping cases and another 30 to 40 cases related to a grain bin structure, but are not grain entrapments. So kind of like falls, getting entangled in the equipment, poisonings and asphyxiations. Also, another thing to note of those 30 to 40 cases, about really 60% of them on average are fatal. It depends on the year. Dr. Issa described grain as a granular material and talked about why that makes it so dangerous and why it makes it difficult to pull someone out of grain. When it's still, nothing's moving. It acts somewhat like a solid. You know, you can walk on it. You might get down a bit, but generally you can walk pretty comfortably on it. But what happens is that the moment that there's some sort of flow, it starts acting and behaving like a liquid. That's where it can pull you in really rapidly, a lot quicker. And that's when even if you're trying to resist and trying to go against the current, it's actually not possible. And that's what makes it so hazardous and dangerous. Kayla also shared with us her story about volunteering for grain bin rescue demonstrations used to train firefighters on how to rescue someone trapped in grain. So I was the one who was buried in the grain and then rescued by the fire department. 
So they'd bury me in it and explain to the fire department, you know, how they do it and how to keep me calm during it. The grain is up to my waist and you can just, I mean, you can't move your legs. Any sort of motion you do to try to like climb up, you'd just think you'd be able to just keep stepping down and just get on top of it, but you just go further down. It's worse than quicksand. And so no matter how much I would just like randomly step just to see if I could self-extricate, I wasn't going anywhere. And you could just feel that pressure, you know, and then that feeling of relief when they get that tube around you, they start augering out the grain. Afterwards, if you looked at my legs, you would just see my entire legs covered in little shape of perfect corn kernels. I mean, you could see the entire shape of the kernel. Every single inch of my legs were covered with them. There wasn't a spot that wasn't. And it stayed like that for almost an hour. That just shows that level of pressure. And it's throughout the entire body. So, I mean, you're not going to be able to survive that pressure, even if it gets to your chest. It it alone is going to make it so you can't breathe. So when you are stuck in grain and the grain basically sells around you, it actually ends up applying a lot more force on you. I've measured if the grain is about six to 10 inches above your chest level. And already at that, it will apply three to four times of more force than what you'd experience if you were in water. That means two things. First of all, it's harder to breathe. Another thing is that pressure that's directly tied to friction. So that is a force that's required to pull you. You're resisting that friction against the grain. And that becomes considerable forces. We've seen if you're fully engulfed in grain, can take over a thousand pounds of force to pull somebody out. Often, rural firefighters and other emergency responders are the ones that get called to help pull someone out of grain. Last year, Diane Rollman from the Great Plains Center sat down and talked to Brad Cruzy, a firefighter and EMS first responder, about the hazards of grain engulfment and his experience with responding to calls for grain bin rescue. We do grain bin rescue, go out and help fire departments try to get somebody out of something that they probably shouldn't have got themselves into. When we get there, a couple of the problems that you run into as far as grain is a very fluid material. And what I mean by that is it's always moving. Anytime that you try to fight it, it's kind of like quicksand. It's going to suck you in deeper. One of the things about grain, and it could be corn, it could be soybeans, it could be wheat. The thing is, a lot of times people try to take a deep breath. Well, it's a very fluid material. So every time you take a deep breath, that grain gets closer to you and it won't let you exhale. So now we have somebody that they they can't, they're suffocating, they can't breathe. One of the biggest things with grain bins is people going in with the auger running. So a clump of grain gets caught, it won't let the rest of the grain out. So they go in and they try to break up that clump. They shut the auger off. They try to break it off. They come back out. They turn the auger on. It's not broke up. A lot of times they get frustrated. And what they do is they just leave the auger on and they go in and they try to break up the clumps. And then when they do, the grain sucks them down. One of the other things that we run into, the grain crusts over. Not last year, the year before, when we had folks that were combining Christmas Day They're putting the grain away a little bit heavier or higher moisture content than they really wanted to. Well, then we get a bad year. And what it does is it more or less freezes a layer of grain on top of the bin. So then when farmers walk on it, they break through just like you would ice. 
So we might begin to call for a grain bin rescue that they were walking across. They broke through. They might have fell 20, 30 feet and then went down. I asked Dr. Issa to talk about the ways to prevent grain engulfment. The occupational safety always the safest thing is eliminate the hazards. There's no hazard. There's no chance you, you can get hurt. In this case, eliminating the hazard means uh, eliminate any reason to enter the bin. Make sure that take care of your grain quality, manage uh, your grain so you can prevent spoilage. Have alert or system or sensor systems in the green bin so you have early alert if something is going wrong and that you can respond to it and take care of it immediately. Plan ahead in cases where you do expect cross thing could be a bad year or it could be just generally the conditions where you live. You could either install what they call a sump guard or you could basically install even a small rod that reaches all the way up to the sump so that at the very least it allows you to work from outside the green bin to try to dislodge what's stuck in it. But even with all these recommendations, it's not always possible. Things happen. The next step is putting engineering controls to keep yourself safe. That could be as simple as making sure that there's nothing that will cause the grain to flow. So your auger, your in-bin auger, make sure that's locked out, tagged out before anybody enters so that there, there is no chance that it can flow or somebody can turn it on while you're inside it. What that specifically means is that you get a lock and this, there's a lot of different shapes for it. They can actually fit, for example, an extension cord or they can fit your switch to turn on your equipment or your power. And you lock down that part that energizes your equipment and then you tag it with your name so that people know who locked it down and why. And then you're the only one who has that uh, key to that lock that's stored with you in your pocket. When you go inside and you do uh, whatever sort of work you have to do in the grain bin, that's crucial because if anybody else tries to energize or start the equipment, they will not be able to do it until you're outside of the bin with that lock and you're unlocking it. I have documented a story where three maintenance workers were going inside the bin to actually just patch the roofs. And they went in with their harnesses. They followed all the compliance laws. The grain was not moving. It was solid. There was no risk of entrapment, which meant they could take off their harnesses. They did. And they started patching up the roof. And then a trucker came and he needed his grain. He didn't see anybody nearby. So he just uh, energized the equipment and pulled out his grain. And while they were all in it, and they all ended up getting engulfed uh, in that bin. Another thing to do is that when you're entering the grain bin, be aware of the slopes of the grain. If they are at high slopes, that means that it's susceptible to avalanches. So we've actually seen deaths even in outside piles. And it's just a person walking on the grain and it was unstable and it caused this cascading avalanche that ended up burying him. Not much, maybe just several inches, but it was enough that he could no longer move and ended up uh, dying. Also, if you're entering any confined space, it's highly recommended to check the atmosphere there. Before entering a grain bin or any other confined space, you need to make sure there's enough oxygen to breathe. You also need to check for dangerous levels of gases like carbon monoxide, which could form from smoldering grain in the bin, or explosive gases, which could form from leaking propane from dryers. Use a gas meter with LEL sensors to check the atmosphere before entering. You don't know what's going on. Turn on your fans in advance before you enter. 
There's just so many stories of people going into a confined space. It looks all right. It looks perfectly fine because all of these are clear gases. But the moment you go there and you realize something's wrong, you don't have the time to do anything. It all happens so quickly. Uh, lastly, but not least, is fall protection. That's something essential when you're growing into grain bins. The fall protection, now that gets complicated because generally with fall protection, you want to wear a harness, a lanyard, and attach it to anchor point. A lot of our older grain bins do not have anchor points in the center of the bins. So you need to contact your manufacturer for your grain bin uh, to discuss if it's possible to attach an anchor point in the center of the grain bin. Because every grain bin has its own history and its own things that it's capable for. We have seen cases where individuals attach their lanyard to the inside ladder for a grain bin. And when the grain started pulling them, it pulled it straight off the wall. I've had another case where they've attached it to a beam on the roof and that beam uh, fell with them, couldn't support the weight. Uh, again, when you're fully engulfed, there's over a thousand pounds of forces. Uh, it's a considerable amount of force to the support. If you think of a regular ladder in a grain bin, usually it, it's rated for about 300 pounds of force. Dr. Issa also stressed the increased risks involved when working alone. If you have to enter a grain bin, you should have someone with you and you should have a way to call for help if you need it. It's, it's always recommended to have a spotter. Make sure you have a source of communications, uh, preferably a radio signal. Make sure that you alert people in advance that you're going into the grain bin. I can't tell you how many cases I've read where they found the body because the wife was saying, hey, John didn't show up for dinner today. Can we go look for him? So please have a system that allows you to talk to somebody in case anything goes bad. These are all important strategies to protect you from being engulfed in grain. Never enter alone. Lock out the power sources for all grain loading and unloading equipment. Check the atmosphere with a gas meter turn on aeration vans, and use fall restraint equipment that is properly anchored. We're working to put together new episodes that focus on each of these areas. So let us know if you have questions or want to share your stories about grain bin safety. Listen in to the Farm Safe podcast to join in the conversation about keeping safe on the farm. provided in the episode resources section of our website, which include the Grain Bin Engulfment and Entrapment resource page from the Great Plains Center. This page provides a summary of the risks, scenarios, and recommendations for preventing engulfment that we've talked about today. We've also included a link to the Purdue website reporting on annual injuries and fatalities for agricultural confined spaces. From you. Share your stories about health and safety issues on the farm, about injuries that made you change the way you work, or about the ways you keep yourself and others safe. Also, let us know if there's questions you have or topics that you want to hear about on the air. You can visit our website at gpcah.org or email us. Original music for the Farm Safe podcast was written and performed by Ben Schmidt. This work was funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as part of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health's Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health.